Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! I've been chip chip a on the gray. I've been chip chip a on the gray. Why why can't I grasp this one? Maybe I need to sing a different part of the song. Okay. Baby, <laughs> I compare you to a chip chip a on the gray. I mean... Now you know. I'm, yeah. I said I needed to do one for Kiss from a Rose. And you followed through. But I want to send thanks to Jeff over on Patreon and our Discord. Uh-huh. Because they were the ones who started singing that after we talked about doing really? the Kiss from a Rose one. Yeah, in the Discord. <laughs> so Jeff gets all the credit there. Thank you, Jeff. Um, we got Jeff. A- I always, every time we Jeff. talk about Jeff, I want to, Jeff. Anyway, Jeff's from our Patreon. We love our Patreon. We love all our subscribers over there. We're having so much fun Discord. We have some new subscribers who need their names burger punned right now. Skylar, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. First up, we have to thank Christy Davis. Okay. Exciting. Christy, moving forward, you will be known as the Crispy Flavis Burger. Comes with a crispy onion flavor. Oh my gosh, that sounds delicious. I like Crispy Flavis. We're going to start using that in our real life. A, a lot of the patrons change their Discord names to the burger puns we do for them. Yeah. I mean, Crispy Flavis is just <laughs> asking for it yep. if you want to use that one, Chris, Christy. But you can do whatever you want over there. We don't care. Thank you for joining us. We also have to thank Jasmine Rogers. Jasmine, moving forward, your name will be the Hasmint Dozier's Burger. Buns with a hint of mint. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Yeah, it's like, Maybe like a lamb burger. We yeah. made lamb burgers with like pine nuts and oh, mint. Oh, yes. It a was... little like Greek flavoring. Mm-hmm. There you go. Oh, we're so excited to have you. Yeah, it means the world to us every time people subscribe. And we hope you're enjoying all of the bonus episodes we have. We have so many. Um, we're up to 21. Over, over 20, yeah. yeah. And we're constantly putting more and more out. Uh, as I mentioned, you get to join our Discord community which is just 
the greatest group of people you'll meet. It's just like the nicest, warmest group of people who all just happen to be huge Bob's Burgers I know. fans. It's, it's so great. wonderful. Such like an unexpected, wonderful thing that happened in our life. I get so excited whenever a new patron enters the Discord and we have the whole like welcome thing going on. I and know. It's just... It's so, so delightful. Fun. So if you've caught up on all our episodes, we guarantee you will love that. But we have some very exciting news. Yeah, that's over on Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash Bob's Credits. We have more exciting news before we get into this episode. What do episode. you think? Should we get into Skylar Sides? Before this news? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Skylar Sides, or aka you've Fun already, Facts Before the Fun Facts. You've already broken... The promise. Oh. I literally gave you a finger point. Get it, girl. Is that what I say? What do I say? Dish it, girl. Dish it, girl. <laughs> there it is. Sorry. Go. Let's do this all over again. Okay. Okay. Should we get into Skylar's sides before we give our big news? Dish it, girl. Yes. Uh, yeah. It works. If I'm remembering correctly, I did not have one last week. So I have two because I just can't help myself. I just can't help myself. Okay. The first is did you know that there is a real Bob's Burgers? Real life, not a pop-up, which they've done. Well, I would assume that there are a lot of men named Bob. Yeah. And they have started burger joints. You think? Yes. I was thinking about this last night, and I was like, if a person named Bob is going to make a burger, I think that's going to be a good burger. Yeah, I trust it. Right? I don't know why. Anyway, so there's a real Bob's Burgers. Uh-huh. Guess what? What? It's only 33 miles from us. Oh. Should we go? It's in Westminster, California. Uh, sure. Why not? I want to go. Okay. <laughs> I know it's it. ridiculous, Let's but like... Right after this. And it says... This might be an old photo. Oh, this is giving me such Bob's vibes. The hamburger combo is five sixty five. Okay, we so it's go like get it. so Bob's, and then in the window it says "Help Wanted." <laughs> does it have a? Does it have like a drive-through, or is it like you have to go in and stuff? I, I think you have to go in. I think you have to go in. Breakfast, Are we gonna be lunch, dinner. And be like, where, where, where's Linda? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. I hope it's like someone like really gruff, like Big Bob behind the counter. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My other fun fact before the fun fact is an h john benjamin fact okay hit me with it he doesn't read the scripts before he comes in to record really like he does not read them he just shows up that's funny can i read this quote please i am so poor at planning that i don't even read the scripts i have plenty of time to do that but it's just pure laziness. Animation is perfect for me. Somebody who is supremely lazy and makes many mistakes. I mean, it makes sense to me because he's hit, it's his voice. Like it's just H. John Benjamin. It's so like dry, most most of the time it's so dry uh-huh. and it's like it does not have to be performative, kind of you know. Right. So it makes sense to me. And also, we've said this so many times before in this podcast. Just the best job if you can get it and be have it voice acting yeah, yeah be successful doing it just like come on i love it you go in you could wear whatever the hell you want obviously and stuff like that you can hold a script in front of your face no one knows you're holding a script in front of your face if That's you need to true. like you know it's like it's it's a good gig yeah i'm not saying it's not hard because we've also said that on here before but it's yeah i think it's just a dream gig if you can do it and, and there's no make like a living doing it 
pressure Hollywood. You need to do this and look like that. And, you know, it's just your voice. Basically, what I'm saying is if any animated shows in the works want Skylar and I to come do voices on them. I mean, we've already proven we've got you the voices for Miss LeBond's like studios, you just right? could do it. I'll just do Miss LeBond's and not, <laughs> I'll not tell anyone yeah. that I'm doing just H. John Benjamin's voice. Um, you also do a good Bob, to be honest. Say, oh God. Oh God. I mean, I mean, we should splice them together. That I don't think you understand how close that is. You know what? Fire H. John Benjamin. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, buddy. But and hire me, and I'll do it from now on. And the uh, fans are rioting I'll, I'll against prepare. you right I'll now. Read, I'll read the scripts before I come in. I'll do it. <laughs> and you'll just be paralyzed with anxiety, not laziness. <laughs> I'll also then I'll also do Tina's. Uh. Okay. So drum roll, I'm not good at drumming. That's okay. You're you're good at. I do voices. You're good at voices. We have such big news. Our Bob's credits, Bob's Burgers themed shop is live. I cannot tell you how much I love our product. We wanted to do a really good job of creating things that were Bob's Burger centric, but also that you can like wear out all the time. Skylar and I worked so hard on this shop and these designs. And like she said, yeah, we wanted it to be stuff that was kind of like a little more subtle rather than like cuz we love all the the like character stuff and big stuff on shirts and on mugs and like we love that too we own a bunch of that we own all of it <laughs> but we wanted stuff that we'd be more like likely to wear day to day so there's all sorts of i mean go on our instagram if you want to see pictures of what we have go to the shop go to the shop bobscredits.com backslash shop or you can just go to bobscredits.com and you'll find the Click links around. to the shop yeah tell me your favorite pieces it's tough, but I love our Wagstaff School collegiate logo. It's so cute. Um, My mom wore it to the airport. She had like the cutest little outfit on. She put like a cardigan over the, the sweatshirt and it said Wagstaff. That might be on our Instagram right now too. <laughs> yeah. If it's not, it's going up there soon. And I guess my second favorite piece is the Nats limousine design. It's just so good. Those are my two favorite. It says rolling and reptile friendly since 1999. So, so good. But those, yeah. those are just two and there's there's so much more to see. So please go check it out. A shop away. That's that. We're just excited about it. We hope you'll go check it out. Should we play a little Bob Pun or Max Pun and then Let's get into this it. episode? Let's do it. Skylar, your first pun is the as pep per usual burger. Hmm. Bob? Max. It's okay. It's okay. Big comeback coming here. Your next pun is the a pork in the road burger. (laughs) Max. Yes. Your next pun is the frankly my Gruyere I don't give a yam burger. Oh, that's so good. I wouldn't put yams with Gruyere, but you know. Doesn't matter for the pun. Yeah. Max. Bob. No. And your final pun is, might have to sing this one. Celery, break good times, come on, burger. <laughs> you didn't have to sing it. I did have to sing it. Max. Here's the thing. It says Max on here, but I, no, I did not come up with that one. That is Bob. Really? I don't know why I put myself here. <laughs> I just wanted the credit for it. That's really confusing. Yeah. Um, I feel like I got it right. No, it's definitely Bob. 
Should we get into the episode? Let's do it. Skylar, can we have the title and synopsis for season six, episode 11, please? The title is House of a Thousand Bounces. When a bounce house delivery mishap plagues Rudy's birthday party, Louise decides a bounce house heist is a must. And so Sasha, acting as a double agent, helps the gang steal his cousin Dahlia's inflatable castle, which honestly, Rudy's not that into. Meanwhile, Bob must face his fear of pigeons when one ends up inside the restaurant. This episode came out on March 6th, 2016. It was written by Mike Benner and directed by Tyree Dillahay. So... Skylar and I have been kind of like going easy on binging bobs because we want when we're as we're going through this podcast to kind of like be um fresh. Yeah. So even though we've seen these episodes a, a couple times, maybe been a few times, we're getting to this point now where I don't remember the episodes as well. So it's like watching kind of like newer episodes to me. Oh, that's fine. You know, I remember like li- like little details about each yeah. episode, but I barely remember this one. I love that people would kill to feel like they get to watch Bob's anew. Yeah, well, you know what? Get to be my age, everyone, and you're going to start forgetting <laughs> a lot of things. So, Oh, uh, it it's helps. probably your birthday right now. It could be. It could it be. Could Happy be. birthday, Max. Oh, thank you. Happy thanks. 40th. Thanks. Oh, thanks. Oh, this is this is younger Max talking to older Max. Oh. Uh, you don't know how good you had it. <laughs> Stop. For, now you forget everything, including Bob's Burgers episodes. I remembered this one. Um, I didn't remember the title, but when we started watching it, I remembered it really clearly. And I think it's because, one, it's a Rudy-centric episode. And two, I find any Rudy's divorced dad storylines or dialogue very funny. It's hilarious. And Rudy is such a sweetheart. I mean... Like, how did you feel when you realized this is a Rudy-centric episode? I always I always feel good. I think it's good for Louise to have a friend like Rudy. Oh, yeah. I mean, people ship them. Hey, I'm, I'm on board with that. I hope it works out down the road. I think they would, like, go separate ways and then come back to each other. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. But, he, yeah, he is just such a sweetheart. He cries at the end of this episode, and I thought... He has big, like, blue, watery tears. And I was like, I don't think I've ever seen someone cry like that on Bob's Burgers. And I was really moved. He was so upset. Poor guy. I love him so much. Not to get us off track here, I just want to dive into one fun fact that's obviously title-related. The title of this episode is House of a Thousand Bounces which is in reference to the movie House of a Thousand Corpses from 2003, which is a Rob Zombie written and directed movie. I think it was like his like debut. Who's Rob as a director, Zombie? Writer, director. Rob Zombie from, he's a musician from White Zombie. Oh, okay. He went on to direct one of the Halloween remakes, not the more recent oh, batch. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was. It wasn't good. I didn't like it. Okay. Um, he's very like. His movies are very violence-based, I'd say. Oh, God. I haven't seen The House of a Thousand Corpses. I actually heard it's pretty fun, so maybe we should watch it on Halloween. Yeah. Um, it sounds interesting. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. Spooky. But I'm not sure. Okay. Anyway, that's that's what that's referencing. Okay. Good to know. So, because this is Rudy's birthday party, we get some more kids, obviously. 
but it's not like the kids you would expect. We don't see our typical WAG staffers, except for Andy and Ollie, which is, I think it's hilarious that. Well, it had like, it has to be Ollie's great. Yes, his age. Because that's what it was like. Right. So can I interrupt you? Yeah. Did this give you birthday party anxiety? A little bit, yeah. Like, well, who's going to show up? Yes. Uh-uh. Yes. Although it also gave me like nostalgia for like when you didn't care necessarily. Like you, you were having a birthday party and there was a certain point before you were a certain age where you cared who was going to be there and who wasn't, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I didn't have a lot of group birthday parties like this, but I was definitely feeling some anxiety. And I think, and it's also like, is it going to be cool enough? And yeah. this doesn't seem to bother Andy. He's really Rudy. Rudy. He's re- or Andy. I mean, we're all <laughs> they're fine. Yeah, they're they're always, fine. they always seem to be okay. He's really okay with the spoon puppets, but it's like, oh, what if no one shows up? And like this dad, and he's not maybe as capable as some other people at the yeah, birthday he's, party. He's a little sad. So we got Andy and Ollie there. We've got the Belcher mm-hmm. kids. And then we get two other students who we've seen before. Yes. This is their each of their second appearance. Yes. So we get Harley. And Harley from the sleepover episode is the one that like talks a lot. Right. Right. Okay. She's from Slumber Party, which is if you want to go back and watch it, season four, episode nine. Um yeah, she's the she's the one that Louise complains talks too much, is over over talkative, yeah. super yeah. chatty. She was originally voiced by Katie Crown but more recently voiced by Ashley Nicole Black. And then the second kid we have is Jeremy, who do you recognize where Jeremy's from? I had to dig deep. No, I don't. Jeremy first appeared in Topsy, season three, episode 16. No way. Um, He's voiced by H. John Benjamin. Okay. So I could voice him is what you're saying. Yes. And he tells on Louise to Mr. Dinkler, like (gasps) tells Louise, tells that Louise is doing like the electrocution bit. Oh, but there's no An interesting party mix. Do you think he invited the whole class and this is who showed up? That's my guess. Yes. Which he doesn't seem sad about either. No. I think if he has the Belchers there, he's like, cool. I agree. He's cool with it. And then, of course, we get John Daly back as Sasha Whiteman. He's a huge character in this. Yeah. I think he's funnier in this episode than the race car episode. When he describes Rudy's dad as, like, a newly divorced dad, he's, like, wearing skinny jeans. He looks like he's on day five of crust whitening strips. It it was so funny to me. And I love that they get him on board to partake. Like, he's like their mole. Yes. He's he's at the other party, and he's able to kind of, like... He just wants to stir shit up. He's so funny. He's in great. This episode. How did you feel about the overall plot of them like successfully getting the castle onto the water? And then we have to dive deeper because we have a huge emotional climax with Rudy at the end of the episode. Tell me how you feel about all that. I love the plan because if they just steal the bounce house, there's going to be like a fight back and forth to get this bounce house. Or yeah. like, there's going to be both parties are just going to end up in the bounce house super crammed. Too many people in a bounce house is the worst thing ever. I mean, elbows flying, right? Yeah. By the way, this is um, our second bounce house on the show. We had Teddy in the end credits. <laughs> uh, which episode was that? <laughs> that Where he went to the wedding and he was bounce housing. Linda teaches and then he him vomited. to dance. 
Those are good credits. They're great credits. But I love the plan to get the bounce house on the water. It's That's really brilliant. smart. Terrifying, especially considering that it then gets deflated in the water. I'm yeah. glad everyone's okay. But, <laughs> they just but stand up. It's brilliant. Also, as a child, I mean, I would be giddy as an adult. Let's not get it twisted. As a child, a bounce house bouncing on water would be like the coolest thing ever. I mean, you would know, Mr. Waterbed. Yeah, that's exactly what my waterbed was like. It was like <laughs> sleeping on a bounce house on water. I can't believe I owned a waterbed. I can't believe They were so stupid. So stupid. I, I hope people don't still have those out there. I'm sure. I'm sure they I'm do. I'm sure some people do. But man, the, the waterbed maintenance was the worst. You told us. I I, mean, on the podcast, I mean, I've said it? I think so. Oh, okay. Well, I won't get into it again, but... Although, I'm shocked you had a waterbed because Max and I went sailing. We This has been on, like, our bucket list since we were in a relationship. For, like, nine years, we wanted to go sailing. <laughs> Max was so sick the whole time. In my defense, we went sailing in Greece, too, and I was fine. Oh, we were, like, <laughs> the queens of the sea. But this time, I was, like... The second we got out anywhere where it was like... (laughs) Such a Bob moment. Totally. Total Bob moment. My favorite part was when the captain says to Max, do you want me to move the trash can next to you? And you were like, yeah. (laughs) He hands me the trash can. He's like, like, it's probably better if you vomit over the side. (laughs) There was a little chair. Yeah. You want to come sit here? Yeah, he's like, you want to come sit here? It's better if you vomit over the side because that trash can will start stinking. (laughs) (laughs) It's like this chair that's like raised. He would literally look like he's in a high chair. (laughs) I was feeling so sick before I admitted that I was sick. I know. That at that point, I couldn't even move. I was like, (laughs) this is, it's a nightmare. Next time I'm going full Dramamine. Yeah. Is that the stuff you? Yes. Okay. So the the whole water thing is amazing. And I love, it's such a win. I can't believe they pulled it off. Like, I don't think I could pull it off. And I love Jean taking the cake and this, like, I would be so sad if Jean didn't get on the bounce house. So his, like, dive holding the cake. It's so good. His, like, slow motion and he lands perfectly on the entrance to the bounce house with the cake. And then speaking of nostalgia, one of my favorite moments of this episode is they're at the birthday party. The Belchers are like, I love when all three of the siblings are really excited about the same thing. It just shows that they're kids so like in a recent episode boba they're all about boba i like when they everyone is equally excited about the bounce house and they run and they sit on the grass and they start taking off their shoes and that was such a nostalgia punch that like action of taking off your shoes before getting into a bounce house yeah totally or into a waterbed <laughs> So then it's a great episode and you have this climax where they get to bounce on the water and then it deflates and it's like whatever. So I'm very satisfied with the episode. But then they all get arrested or not arrested, but they have to go into the ranger shack. And that's when Rudy says, I did not want this for my birthday. You wanted this, Louise, for my birthday. And I thought it was so satisfying. I want to give Brian Husky some serious props for his vocal performance as Rudy. Cause again, I feel so much for Rudy. I love him so much. He's so sweet. 
and he just wants to do spoon puppets with this script that he wrote. <laughs> he wrote a script, like, the night before, like, let's imagine this. Rudy's in his divorced, like, I'm assuming, I remember my dad's first place when my parents got divorced. It was, like, so sad. Like, nothing's on the walls. <laughs> I just imagine him sitting in, like, his bedroom with blank walls, writing this script, being so excited. You know, he's not getting the attention he deserves from his divorced parents, I guess. And he's being creative. He's also an only child, which I can really relate to. Like, you have to do stuff like that to keep mm-hmm. yourself entertained. And it's like a really good script. It's kind of like this noir. It's like, Oh, yeah. It's not like some stupid kid stuff. He's, yeah. he's uh, writing some serious, serious shit. So I love Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Pat, should we talk B story? We should, because Mm -hmm. this B story is very important to the end credits. Spoiler alert, but you already know that. Tell me what's going on elsewhere in uh, Seymour Bay. Yeah. A pigeon has gotten into Bob's burgers and Bob is having none of it. And so Bob has trauma. His he pigeon thinks trauma. he has trauma. <laughs> he doesn't realize he has pigeon trauma until the end. Should we just talk about that reveal? Yeah, yeah. that he's experiencing uh, a scene from the birds as if it was it happened to him directly. Uh, hysterical. Which I think that makes sense when you see like scarier movies as a kid. Yeah. Certain things can, can like get into your memory and especially something like that where it's like real and that it's a real animal attack, you know? The reveal of 
Linda and Teddy being like, you just, I mean, shot for shot, yeah, describe this is, the birds. This happened to Tippy Hedren and the birds. It's so funny. And like Bob's like, no. And then they show him the clip. He's like, oh, God, I'm Tippy Hedren. <laughs> it's such a quiet little B story, and I love it so much. It also reminds us of, Skylar and I have talked about this show so many times in this podcast and in our Patreon episodes, but Stath Let's Flats <laughs> on HBO Max. It's a British show. The first episode has a pigeon storyline. And Stath, the main character, is terrified of this pigeon. It's the funniest. If you can just like Google Stath pigeon, pigeon. and watch the pigeon sequence, it's, it's so funny. So funny. But anyway, I, do a I, I remember like elbowing Skylar when we were watching this episode. This week, I'm like, this is just like Stath. And I was like, yep, yep. yep. Yeah, I love this storyline. I love that Bob eventually warms up to the pigeon. I still think pigeons are gross. Sorry, bird lovers out there. I don't want to hold a pigeon. I don't want to do what Bob does with the pigeon. It is hysterical watching Bob take a bath with that pigeon. I love that he was like, what do you, I wasn't supposed to like (laughs) take a bath with it. He's like, I wouldn't fit in the kitchen (laughs) sink. But I do like when he puts the uh, soap on its head and it makes it like a. I think it's hysterical. A barrister. Yeah. I mean, that's, we'll see all this in the end credits. Should we get into it? Yeah. Okay. So as we said, the last moment before the end credits is we're in the like park ranger station i don't know if it's a ranger like park security no it's ranger oh okay yeah. and uh they're performing rudy's puppet show with all sorts of office supplies and whatnot and his script we open on a tenement in baltimore in 1981 last time i saw you you were prom queen oh yeah well now i'm a hooker she takes a long drag off her cigarette knowing it could be her last Great ending. We get this lovely music. I love the ooze. Yeah. Tell me what we see as we hear that music. We just see Tina and Louise prepping. In the generic kitchen sequence. In the generic kitchen sequence. But Bob is not there, which I don't know how many times we've seen the generic kitchen sequence with the girls there and Bob not there. It's weird because... There's no one flipping burgers. What are they prepping there? That's true. I mean, I guess they're prepping and just waiting for the burgers, and they're just like maybe they're not noticing their dad is missing. Is there going to be a plate put in the window? No, no, that's the thing. Yeah. Linda comes to the window and she's like, "I'm here to get the food. Where's Bob?" Maybe they're like the kids are like making lettuce tomato sandwiches. Oh, they're going to have to serve the whoever the poor customer is. Teddy's maybe like, it's Teddy. Yeah, yeah. he's just going to get he's just going to get a lettuce tomato. On buns. (laughs) Whatever. Whatever, Teddy. Enjoy it. (laughs) So Linda comes and sees that Bob is missing. And what happens with the camera? We kind of pan up. Yeah. So we're coming through the top of the restaurant. And let's see where we go. I just realized something that I didn't realize yesterday when we watched this. Tell me. But... To me, the pan up looks like you're scrolling on Instagram, you know, like a new image mm-hmm. takes over. But we eventually scroll up to the bathroom yeah. with Bob in it. Yes. But in between the kitchen and the bathroom is like the pipes and like you actually yeah. see the in between like the build like the building the building of the building. 
The, I thought you were going to use like more a contractor term. Oh yeah, you know me. I'm always <laughs> I'm always talking like a contractor. The like guts. You see the guts of the house. That's that's definitely how a contractor <laughs> would say it. I believe. Hang on, let me. My blueprints are in the way. Let me just move this. <laughs> I thought you were going to have to pee again. I'm like, we're so close. <laughs> Don't tell people that I've gotten up 16 times to go to the bathroom I'm... and just edited it out. <laughs> Um, yeah, we are so close to ending. What if I was just like, oh, can you hold on for like 20 minutes? And then, yeah, it scrolls up to, we, we'll get this, we start getting this song that goes with this music or these lyrics, do the dirty pigeon, do the dirty pigeon. Which are a little hard for me to hear. So thank you for clarifying it's that. do the dirty pigeon, do the dirty pigeon with some ooze. And yeah, we get into the bathroom where Bob is bathing with the pigeon. And I'm not sure if this is continuing from... When he was previously bathing with the pigeon, or this is a second bath he's taking with the pigeon, or maybe even a third or fourth. I don't know what's going on. I don't know, but what makes these credits so brilliant, which I didn't necessarily get it when we watched it the first time, is that he should be down in the kitchen, but he's shirking his duties, which he does not do. Like, Bob is a get-up-and-make-money kind of guy. Yeah, if anyone... Is going to be down in that kitchen. It's going to be Bob. Yes. So Bob must be really enjoying this bath time with this pigeon. <laughs> yes. Which is both adorable and disturbing at the same time. Yeah. I'm going to lean toward adorable. It's adorable here. But if this in was real, real life, life, no, no, no. No. I'm very, dis- I'm very upset. And this is not clean. No. No. No matter how much you're cleaning that pigeon. No. Oh, I don't like it. But what's so fun about the bathroom is it's in black and white and Bob and the Pigeon are in color. Still no Gene appearance. No, he's not in the kitchen from what we can tell. So, okay, we like to talk about timeline. Do you think this is Bob still bathing with the Pigeon? The kids are now home from Rudy's. It's maybe like dinner time. They're supposed to be cooking. And yeah. Bob's just not having it. He needs more time with his Pigeon. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I don't think it's a second bath. I think they let the pigeon go after kind of like cleaning it off, cleaning the oil off of it. Yeah. So Bob's taking his time in this bath. Which is funny because Rudy's birthday party is most likely on a Saturday or Sunday. So maybe it's a Sunday and Sunday nights are slow for them since it's like businesses. I don't think Saturday nights would be a slow night, though. Yeah, who knows? But yeah, I I think Sunday's a more realistic guess. I feel like he's just lost track of time, maybe. Probably. Or maybe even like Linda's trying to get through to him saying it's, and he's just not having, he's playing, uh, he's playing British Pigeon. Speaking of British Pigeon, one of my favorite things about Bob's Burgers, I've just realized, is Bob's, uh, simple pleasures in life. Like, I just want a list of them gardening, bath pigeons. Bath pigeons. Yeah. This also reminds me that, we want to do on over on Patreon, we want to do a bracket of all kind of like the best animals on yeah. Bob's Burgers. Oh. There's the, the bath pigeon yep. is going to get, is going to be included in that. Are there any monkeys in this TV show? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, right now, some, some people are like, oh, come on. Duh. There's a whole episode where, you know, Teddy uh, adopts a monkey. <laughs> Oh, if there isn't, do that, please. On the bracket on Patreon, you know who's going to shine pretty brightly? Teddy's hamster that oh, dies. Oh, my God. The poor guinea pig, Francis. Oh, my God. Oh, God. 
Oh God! Oh, Post, Louise's spider. Victory, maybe that oh, she yeah. takes We're in. Gonna, it's going to be a good one. That's going to be really fun. We'll have fun. Should we finish up these credits? Yeah, I'm really enjoying them. Yeah, we get one last surprise. Well, actually, we get another little lyric and then some surprise. Okay. <laughs> I have so many details I want to talk about, which I'm shocked. Tell me. This is the place to do that. Okay. Bob is rocking the pigeon back and forward, and the animation of... You know how birds have really, like strange neck well pigeons especially like they walk yeah. with their neck bobbing forward and backwards yeah, yeah it's so realistic to how a pigeon's neck would really be held did you hear the coo yeah the yeah. that bob did to yeah amazing and guilty as charged yeah so funny i love it and then visually other than he's like lifting the pigeon up and dancing around and stuff in the bath what do we get at the very end there gene walks into the bathroom could care less about his, one, his father taking a bath, two, his father taking a bath with the pigeon, and he just walks in and lifts up the toilet seat so we know what he's about to do, and it cuts off. Before he whips out his wobbly bit to pee. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know if he's going to poop. He might poop. He was very it looks like facing. Yeah. Can this, I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. I don't have a big family. Like I said, like it was only child it was mom my mom and me in the house but if you have a big family was there a lot of just like walking in and peeing while so so when so, i can imagine it would be we, you and i talked about this recently because we watched that we were watching the final season of better things by the way great show yes. over on hulu or fx uh Truly great. One of the most original shows I've ever seen on TV. Pamela Adlon is the star and directs and writes a lot of the episodes creator, and she does voices on Bob's Burgers all the time. Mm-hmm. We've mentioned her plenty of times, and we've mentioned that show plenty of times. But there was a scene where she was having a wedding at her house, her friend's wedding, and the groom was on the toilet, and she just walked in, and he asked, and she's like, oh, sorry, and he's like, asked her to come in and talk to her while he's on the toilet. I, I I don't understand that. I don't. I don't have a big family, but I we always were like, door closed in the bathroom, you do your own thing. <laughs> and I well, think Skylar and I like to do that as well. There's no, I know, I'm sure all sorts of like relationships, they- Walk in and out. Yeah. I, I think that's a trope of like, we've been married forever. But Linda goes all the way down to that fancy hotel to do her BM and the PM. Yeah, you're right. And there is a bathroom, there's- two bathrooms downstairs there's one in the kitchen and one in the restaurant so i would like make my way down there if i had to um so true because i was gonna say i know how hard just with the two of us having just one bathroom is like complicated sometimes i think the closest i got was in college in the dorms like you had like the communal bathrooms for your floor yeah and that was hard enough and there was one like um bathroom downstairs in the lobby that was like a uh-huh. single ba- restroom. Oh, was that coveted? Oh, I, I would. I mean, that's where I would go to do my BMs and the PM if I could. <laughs> See, I learned so much about you through this podcast. See, and everyone else just learned that information too. I love it. So yeah, I'm not. I don't understand the uh, walking in when other people are in the bathroom, but I'm sure a lot of larger families they had no choice, or 
just uh, people are different on all different levels. Some, yep. some are like, there's nothing to be ashamed of. It's something we all do. It's all, you know, just get over it. Yeah, but I, I think, can just imagine. I think it's okay to have privacy if you, and give others privacy in there. Uh, yes, I know. I know how you feel about it, yeah. Max. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I do want to say in this scenario, I think Gene would be excited that his dad was bathing with a pigeon, which makes me think that they came home they got all that excitement out. Like, yes, it, it was dad's in the bath with a pigeon. What's going on? Yes. So, so Bob's had been in there for hours and hours and hours. So much so that Gene is just like, I'm just coming in to go to the bathroom. Do not even yeah. care that you're in the bath with a pigeon. Anymore. I think Gene's like writing a song in his room. Like he is doing his own thing at this point. Yeah. He's like, dad, if you're not going out of the restaurant, I'm not putting on my burger po- costume and going yeah. down there to get, you know, there's no point. So I'm up here doing my thing. Let the girls go run the restaurant. Yep. Tomato and lettuce sandwiches for life. These grew on me by going through them. I'm like, I'm going to score higher than I think I thought I was when we watched this yesterday. These have delighted me. Should we score them? Yes. We score on a scale of 1 to 10 H's at the end of Tina's Up. Uh. Skylar, you said it. You're going to score higher than you thought you were going to score. What are you going to give these? I think I'm going to give them a 9.25. 9.25. It was just when it clicked that Bob should have been in the restaurant and wasn't, just delighted me. I am going to give them a 10. What? Yeah. Then I want to give them a 10. You don't have to give them a 10 if you don't want to give them a 10, but you're welcome to join me. It's I'm going to explain why. It's hard for me to give them a 10 because X, Y, and Z, like blah, 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 blah. But I like them this much. Like, I just. Seeing Bob in the bathtub with that pigeon is just so endearing. Okay, I'll meet you at 10. Yeah. I just like, it's so rare, like we said, that Bob is not in the kitchen. We love a generic kitchen sequence, but this one takes the generic kitchen sequence and like elevates it by scrolling upwards and Bob not being there and still be bathing with this pigeon and enjoying himself. With this awesome Do the Dirty Pigeon song that is just so catchy. Yes. And then obviously like the little like cherry on top is Gene walking in. To oh, go to the bathroom. huge points. That was so funny. Because it was great without it. And then you add that and you're like, it feels so realistic to me. It's one of those, like, I really feel like they are all exhausted. They came home from the birthday party. We're all on our sugar crashes. And we're just doing the weekend. Yeah. I like to give 10s to what I think is like perfect bobs. Like quintessential bobs. Quintessential bobs. That's what I was looking for. I knew you would say it. Well, I've said it like a million times on I know, this podcast. I know. And I couldn't even think of the word. I'm yes. using it because Lauren used it in an article. And I was like, oh, that is right. Like there, there is quintessential bobs moments. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I give it a 10. All right. Those are the end credits to A House of a Thousand Bounces. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Go follow us on all of the social media. Check out our product. Oh, look at, you can hear how excited she is about it. <laughs> at Bob's Credits. Follow us anywhere. You can follow us personally. I'm at Oh Hello It's Max on Twitter and Instagram. Skylar. I'm at No Crying and Cooking, but I would rather you go check out our shop, which is Bob's Credits.com slash shop. Go do go it. Go do it. Go purchase things. Tell us what you like and don't like if you want to. Yeah. Or, you know, we'll chat with you. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here? I don't know. Should I say stay bounce housey? Should I say stay dirty? (laughs) I don't know. There's too many. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The options. We'll take both of those. Okay. Sounds good. How about good. stay dirty, bounce housey? A dirty bounce Great. house. Dirty, dirty bounce house. Dirty, dirty bounce. Dirty, dirty bounce house. Dirty, dirty bounce house. <laughs> 